I sing a brand new song. All day long, Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. Oh, I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. Can you sing now? I now can sing a brand new song of me. on the screen. Come and go with me to my father's house. To my father's house. To my father's house. Come and go with me. Please be. King Jesus will be there. Oh, to a home on God's land. 
fathers, we enter your courts with praise and thanksgiving on our hearts. Lord, we desire that you would come down, the unseen guest. But Lord, may you be seen in our worship, Lord. May you be seen like the wind in the trees, Lord. It's not necessarily visible, but there's certainly an effect that that wind has upon the trees. Lord, may that effect of your Holy Spirit be seen in this gathering this evening. May the cry in the hearts of your people be answered by your presence. May the word that come forth go out and heal the people. Lord, even as we think of our brother Milko just now, Lord, certainly a desire in his heart, Lord, for a restoration of a healing touch by the healing angel to just sweep through his little room, Lord. There's no reason, Father, that your promises would have ended yesterday, but Lord, they're good today. Lord, the blood that you shed on Calvary is just as real right now for his healing, Lord, as it was the day that you shed it. Lord, if there's anyone in our midst this evening in the congregation, Lord, that would have need of a healing touch, a spiritual need in their bodies, Lord, would you come down and minister to them this evening? Think of our sister Clara, our sister Lisa. Lord, their cells and their bodies, Lord, that are not in their right condition. They've moved out of their ought-to-be condition. But, Lord, we're asking that you would come and make that healing real to them. Lord, may faith arise in their hearts tonight. And may those things that are out of place move right back into place, Lord. Lord, there's other ones that need spiritual touch in their lives. More, Lord, may you come and turn the lights on for them. Lord, you turned the lights on for me one day. And, Lord, when I opened the scriptures, it was as I was reading a brand new book. Lord, we love the presence of God. We love your appearing. Lord, may you come and walk with us as you walked with the two on the road to Emmaus one day. Lord, I believe they never walked the same. They might have walked that road many more times after you left their presence, but it was different then. Lord, may it be that way this evening for somebody here this evening. They walked in this chapel one way, and when they leave, Lord Jesus, you will have made yourself so real to them. They might walk in and out these doors many more times down the road, but they'll never walk in and never walk out the same again. Lord, maybe somebody has turned on their computer screen. They need you, Lord. They're listening to the speakers right now, and they're saying, God, if you would only speak to me. Lord, I believe you're that kind of God. You'll use the airwaves. You'll use whatever technology man has thought in their mind that they have built. And you will use it for your glory. Would you speak to that one who's just crying out to you right now? Maybe their hand just slipped up in prayer. Lord, I don't know them any more than your prophet knew the woman that stepped in front of him. And he said, your name is and your address is and your condition is. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We stand in need of you this evening. Lord, may the supernatural be found in our gathering this evening. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're real happy to have Brother John Andy's sister here with us. God bless you. I'm going to say Sister Debbie. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to apologize immediately, but I'm not. I'm right, right? Okay, good. So you're going to come and sing for us. She and uh, was over at the house the other day, and I know her name is Sister Debbie, and my wife's name is Sister Debbie, and how can you go wrong with that? But 
I was, I was sure it was something else all of a sudden, but it wasn't. So we're going to have you come and sing for us if you don't mind. I don't think I have any announcements this evening. Make sure you, you pay close attention to the announcements on Wednesday night for the services. If they're going to be here next Sunday, we're not 100% sure. I know Brother John's going to be traveling at some meetings. My family and myself will be down in Louisiana at the uh, little Easter meetings down there. So we're looking forward to a real nice time with the saints down there. And sure going to miss you here. But I know the presence of the Lord is where the believers are. That's where he is with them. So I bless you this evening.
appreciate that. Brother John, if you're ready to come, we'll just sing together, Faithful One. Amen. You love the Lord tonight. Happy to be here. Amen. It's good to see everybody gathered in. God bless you. Oh, faithful one, so sitting for a little bit so we're gonna sing rising up rising up song and we're gonna some of you drove an hour to be here or so and we've been re- sitting so let's just sing this song praise be to god praise be to god this is palm sunday amen we're not gonna let the rocks cry out we're gonna read that tonight but that's what the bible says they said we're not gonna let the rocks cry out amen we're here to worship god we welcome everyone on streaming Everyone on Zoom, everyone here at the Mount Baker Bible Way camp. Oh, we're rising up, rising
but he's here among us if there's any prayer request or need you'd like to lift up your hand unspoken we've already prayed but just say lord come and speak to me on palm sunday night i'm waving my hand waving my palms waving my branches oh father minister to your elect lady May it not be like 2,000 years ago, the ones on Palm Sunday were shouting Hosanna, and by Friday morning, they were screaming, crucify him, crucify him. Lord Jesus, don't let us just be caught up in a, just a group. Let it be personal, individual. Oh, Lord, send the power, send your 
anointing upon every person, even physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, throughout the airwaves, Lord. May the Holy Ghost and angels and ministering spirits and the Holy Ghost be felt amongst every person in their home. They're in Cloverdale at the church. Those that are gathered here at Mount Baker Bible Way Camp. May the winds of your spirit send a refreshing. Oh, Jesus, awaken us to your presence in Jesus' name. We thank you. Amen. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. I'm going to let you have your seats for a moment as we turn to the book of John, chapter 12. Thank you to the musicians, Brother Derek. Welcome back home and all the musicians and those in Cloverdale tonight. We're being able to stream. And I think we have you on our screen, Brother Jonathan, here at the camp. We have uh, Cloverdale where we can see you uh, because of the screen and the Zoom. We're able to see you. So you and the congregation, uh, would you all like to wave to them? I don't know if they can see us or not. but Hallelujah. So nice to see you. Amen. One body. Amen. In just a moment, we're going to stand uh, as we turn to John chapter 12. Just want to remind everyone that this is Palm Sunday. And uh, what we're going to read in the scriptures tonight, all full of Sunday event and wrote about also all four of them wrote about uh, the, the multitude that cried out crucify him crucify him by Friday morning we can see how if you're just living by emotion if you're just living by the crowd if you're easily persuaded uh and so tonight, is, I want to speak on quickened on Palm Sunday, 
He saith unto the Jews, Behold your king. This is Pilate. Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but see. Chapter 19, verse 15. We're just welcoming back our streaming audience and our Zoom audience. We lost them in our opening scripture. So we read in John chapter 12. Now we're in John chapter 19. We're standing here at the camp. But what I wanted you to see in John chapter 19 was, thank you. We have patience to wait on one another, don't we? It was Thursday night in communion when Jesus and even Paul picked this up, talked about how we wait on one another. And so uh, John chapter 19 is now Friday, coming into Friday in the sixth hour. And Pilate in verse 14 said, behold your king. John chapter 19 verse 15. But they cried out, away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto them, shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, we have no king but Caesar. God bless you. You can have your seats. Throughout these last months, we've uh, been working with the streaming and the Zoom. And we understand it kind of cuts in and cuts out here. We're gathered at Mount Baker Bible Way Camp. There's more here tonight and the live audience that has been here for months and we just thank the Lord for that tonight in the midst of all the distractions and all the noise we're speaking on quickened on Palm Sunday 2021 brother Branham in the 70th week of Daniel said Jesus Messiah rode into the city of Jerusalem triumph on the back of a white mule on Palm Sunday He said, April the 2nd, A.D. 30, Jesus rode into Jerusalem. He's repeating on Palm Sunday. So tonight, I don't want us just to look back 2,000 years, but let us recognize on this Palm Sunday 2021. Let's just meditate on the Messiah coming into this now, the greatest week. Brother Branham said, I think this coming week, this is, Brother Branham, the weekend before Easter said, I think this coming week is the most and the greatest historical week of all the weeks of the year. He said, I think the greatest thing we will celebrate this week, this coming week, was the greatest event that was ever taken place on the earth. I don't think anything, he said, could surpass it. He said, seeing Easter, I have stamped it in my own heart. Here's a prophet. I have stamped it in my own heart as the greatest meeting or the greatest event of the year. That's Easter seal, the weekend before Easter. Now, Brother Branham's last Easter, and it is the rising of the sun. He's speaking about celebrating a memorial of the greatest triumph that men ever had. He said it's the greatest week in history, the greatest celebration of all times this Easter is where he proved what he had said. Aren't we thankful tonight? Now let us look at Palm Sunday because 
When we're speaking about being quickened on Palm Sunday, Palm Sunday in our opening scripture of John 12 was the day that Jesus came into Jerusalem riding on the back of a foal or a donkey. Many people took palm branches. I want you to visualize this in your heart. They took palm branches. They took their clothes and they spread it out before him shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. They were so excited. Here was their king. I just want you to catch the scene of Jerusalem. Because really, it's much like today. In Jerusalem, the politics of the day, you have Pilate, you have Caesar, you have Herod. And very, very strangely, the Bible speaks about relationships between Pilate and Caesar and Herod and how before they were at odds. But somehow over Jesus, somehow all the negative comes together. We see Judas. We see the Jews. We see Gentiles. We see Samaritans. It's all coming together on Palm Sunday. It's like much like today in our surroundings uh, in the U.S. You would say we have Democrats. We have Republicans. In Canada, they would have the conservatives or the liberal parties. There's other countries that are streaming this service tonight or will stream. They have other movements that are politics. They give pressure. If we wanted to talk about the religious scene of Jerusalem, there were scribes. These are Pharisees. There were sad, you see. There were lawyers. The Bible talks about the chief priests. These were, he talks about the elders, he talks about the rulers. This was on a religious scene. As we talk about the people now, the people that would have been in that time, there were temple worshipers, the people or the congregation, they were in the midst of a Passover celebration. And tonight, it's very amazing, but last night, March the 27th, Saturday, was Passover night. It just so happened that last night, Saturday, the March the 27th was the start of Passover. As I begin to think of it last night and in preparations, Passover is our token time. It's all coming down to before Palm Sunday was Passover. When I see the blood, I will pass over you and I begin to listen to Paul to token message and last night and throughout the night, even at two in the morning and this morning I was thinking of token, token, the greatest message that was to follow the opening of the seven seals. It was Passover time and we're living in the season of the token resurrection. We are living in 2021, this Palm Sunday, where every believer's senses ought to be on high alert. We, we ought to be under expectation. We ought to just be bursting on the inside with faith, believing that our God that rose from the dead 2,000 years ago, that he's present in this building tonight. He's present in the church in Cloverdale as we see your faces. He's present in your homes, wherever you're gathered. Jesus Christ. The very one that rose him from the dead is here quickening our mortal bodies on Palm Sunday. I'm just speaking about now the background and maybe some of the things that were happening back then. As now Palm Sunday was March the 28th. Today 
is called Passion Sunday. Here we are in 2021. Palm Sunday, which Brother Branham spoke about. Palm Sunday is the start of Passion Sunday in a Christian faith. It's the first day of Holy Week. It's the Sunday before Easter. And today is commemorating Jesus Christ's triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Now, we're going to get into it in just a little bit. And I know we kind of had a drop there in our connection. But in John chapter 12 that we read, verse 13, the Bible says Jesus came into Jerusalem and they had branches of palm trees and palm trees. They were just waving, Hosanna, Hosanna, praise the Lord. Here's our king coming. And then we find in John chapter 19, and if you hear a loud noise here, it's because, well, there's snow scheduled, <laughs> Derek, for right during this service at five o'clock, there was supposed to be snow and here it, it, it arrived. So probably hail because of the temperature drop. But here we are on Palm Sunday, people's waving palm branches. They're taking off their clothes. They're way, they're screaming. Our king has come and Hosanna, Hosanna. But in John chapter 19, verse 15 that we read, we find now people had got so under an anointing of murder and, and they have, they are wanting to kill the very spirit. They cried out away with him, away with him, crucify him. The very ones that on Sunday were shouting Hosanna by Friday, it had totally changed. And I pray this Easter, as we're going to close with a quote of Brother Branham on Easter saying, I trust that this Easter, that it'll mean something special to us. Not just that he arose out of a tomb and and resurrected 2,000 years ago, but every believer could have a quickening and a personal experience this Easter that would be the greatest time of your whole life, a tapping off. That as Brother Branham talked about the third pool and the opening of the word, which is John, our opening uh, scripture was the flying eagle, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John was the flying eagle. It was, Lord, quicken your people. Bring us from, uh, quicken us from sin. Quicken us from unbelief. Quicken us from sickness. Quicken us from discouragement. That's what that word means, quicken on Palm Sunday means that quickening power or the dynamics of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that it's back into the bride again it's back into the body again that which was dead in your life spiritually God is speaking to you as we sang the song rising up rising up those attributes of God in you This Palm Sunday, he's speaking to you before we even celebrate an Easter Uh, next Sunday. He's speaking to you now saying that which is dead has been brought back to life again. This force that for the true disciples of the Lord brings light. It brings hope. It brings life back again. It brings a refreshment back to the believer. Let's turn to the book of Matthew together. If you please just keep your Bible close. We're just going to stay in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I wanted you to see on this Palm Sunday the focus. Matthew chapter 21. Oh, it's good to be in the presence of the Lord. And 
with brothers and sisters we can worship with. Matthew chapter 21, verse 1. This is Matthew writing. Again, we can see they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were coming to the Bethphage, unto the Mount of Olives. And Jesus sent these two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you. And straightway, or right away, you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord hath need of them. And straightway he sent them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee meek and sitting upon an ass and a colt, the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ass and the colt and they put on them their clothes. And they set him thereon. I wonder how many in this audience. uh, Invisible, invisible. If you would. You would have felt privileged. To have put your coat. To put your garment. Can you just lift your hand and say I'm willing. I would have recognized this is my Messiah. This is my king. What can I do? I'll I'll get an ass. I'll get a. And I don't want you just to sit on a. Just an animal. I put my clothes. Here's my. Here's my coat or here's my suit or my, my my little second garment, Lord. I would be so pleased to do that. I want you to see in verse 8, a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes, I, I wanted you to see now that it wasn't done in a corner, but the multitudes, that's a lot of people that went before and that followed cried saying Hosanna Hosanna to the son of David blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord Hosanna so they weren't cursing they weren't swearing they 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 were happy they were so thrilled they were here he comes we're so here comes the Lord Hosanna brother Mark this is Sunday Palm Sunday and when he was coming to Jerusalem all the city was moved saying who is this? And the multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Palm Sunday. Let's just turn a few chapters to chapter 27, Matthew 27. Now, as we move through the week of the greatest week of all history, Matthew 27, verse 20, we're going to see now Matthew recording this. But the chief priest and the elders, they persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said unto them, Whither of the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas, a murderer, sedition, one that caused trouble. But now because a religious spirit had begun to move. A religious spirit was the the people, the multitude were going to see this. They shouted, Barabbas. Verse 22, Pilate said unto them, what shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, let him be crucified. My, my. And the governor said, why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more saying, let him be crucified. Peter said, Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult 
or a riot was made. He took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. I want you to notice verse 25. Then answered all the people, not just a few of them, but all the people, and said, his blood be on us and on our children. I want you to notice how it can go so fast between people giving their heart to Christ and, you know, maybe going through a time of revival in their experience in the message. And just within a rather short time, this is by Friday morning, all the people are shouting, crucify him, crucify him. But verse 25, I was speaking to my father, Brother Ken Andes, yesterday about this very verse. Little did they know their very words was going to follow them, not just a hundred or four hundred, but all the way these last two thousand years through concentration camps, through murders, through all kinds of us. And even tonight, this one verse, Brother Jerry, is still haunting the Jews. His blood be on us and on our children. Oh God, and his blood is still on the Jewish race. But I'm so thankful. Here with 2021, there's a bride that has recognized, I need the blood. I need the Passover. Don't blind my eyes this Passover week to what God is doing in the supernatural. Open up my heart to the token and give me desperation to receive my quickening. Are we all together tonight? Don't let it be in 2021 that you or I fall into the same trap on one Sunday or shouting Hosanna, Hosanna and rising up and rising up and only believe. And by Friday, you're cursing, you're swearing, you're saying crucify him. Oh, let his blood be on our us and on our young people and on our, and, and it has been for many, many years. God, give us life. Give us power. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. There's a bride saying, Lord, fall on me. I need this Messiah. Well, we're not going to need glasses in heaven. Hallelujah. Watch Brother Branham in Easter Seals. We just come into this meeting. The, the very weekend before Easter, Brother Branham speaking the Easter Seal. And remember, out of the whole message of Brother Branham, we talked about this last Sunday. 103 times in the message, Brother Branham speaks of the phrase quickening power 103 times. The first time is in 1963 and three kinds of believers. 102 times is now in 1965. 75 times in in Easter seal and is the rising of the sun. There was something Coming through our prophet that was being waved over this generation saying there's going to be more out of this generation that's going to be quickened by that quickening power. My this past week I finally just printed off all of the times in the message Brother Branham uh, made that phrase the quickening power. And if you'd like to do a real study, if you'd like to have a real personal revival, my, my printed it off in really small font. It was 21 pages. My, my, how many times Brother Branham talked about quickening power, quickening power. I, don't worry, I didn't bring him to the pulpit tonight. But just time after time, you can see that the Holy Spirit was giving a witness in, in Brother Branham's last Easter week 
there was an anointing coming on him to convey to the bride that what was waved over the people in the first resurrection has been waved over a last day bride. And what a resurrection that was. But what a resurrection this is. And if you've never experienced it before, or if your mind is in a fog, or maybe you're, you're a young person or a child, or maybe you're a middle-aged or older person, and you're just saying, God, quicken my life, quicken my life. I, I need a rev- I need something to clear away all the tradition, all the thing. If a scribe and a Pharisee and a ruler can have that kind of a spirit influence them, and all whole multitude. Of people that would have said they were in the message. How many know that? They would have said we're in the message. We believe Moses. and We believe Abraham was our father. And because of their rejection of the Messiah. They are everyone spiritually dead. So in the Easter seal the weekend before. This is uh, April the 10th 1965. Brother Branham said we are approaching Easter. And as you're getting your places and marking it down. I think that this coming week, he's talking about from Palm Sunday through this whole week, is the, is the most and the greatest historical week of all the weeks of the year. I think that the greatest thing that we will celebrate this week, this coming week, was the greatest tr- event that ever taken place on the earth. I don't think anything could surpass it. You say, well, the crucifixion was great. That's on Friday. The crucifixion was great. You say, that's where he took our sins. That's where he was nailed to the cross. I want you to think of this, Brother David. Brother Branham said there were angels on every tree branch waiting for a move of his finger. Just waiting for a move to get me off of here. Just waiting. It wasn't the nails that held him to the cross. It was his love. It was his mercy. It was God's grace that was looking beyond soldiers and cursing and swearing. And people in the message saying, oh, you saved others. Save yourself. And people scoffing. Oh, he's, he healed others and he can't even. Look at this. No, no. He was looking beyond the misunderstanding. He was looking beyond their faces. He was looking beyond the hatred. He was looking even down to 20, 21 saying those people are going to need this power. They're going to look beyond the multitude, Sister Tracy, beyond the screaming of the crowd, beyond what the religious world, beyond the politicians, beyond all the hand holding and the deals being made in meetings behind. Here's Pilate and and here's Herod and they're making deals and all of this going. Friends, the bride isn't caught up in politics. They're not caught up in, in religious spirits. There's a little bride that's hid away and we're just listening to that still small voice saying God quicken me for a rapture don't let it be a date on the calendar that you say oh it was Passover it's Passover did you see that no let it be a stirring that we are under that token promise when I see the life when I see the blood I will pass over you in Laodicea Brother Branham said, well, he's talking an Easter seal. People say the crucifixion was great, but many men have died. Many men have been crucified, even in the same days of our Lord. But there was only one of them who rose from the dead. 
He said, I, but I trust the Lord Jesus will add his blessings to the reading of these words. Seeing that Easter, here's a prophet. Easter, I have stamped it in my own heart as the greatest meeting or the greatest event of the year. He goes through that next week from Phoenix. Easter seal and he comes back to Jeffersonville. A place where Brother Branham felt the most comfortable to deliver his heart. He's living in Arizona with his family. But now he comes back to Jeffersonville. Do y'all remember the little girl knocking on the door, shaking the door? And Brother Branham's got a shot in his arm, which was a vaccine. Getting ready to go overseas. And he says, there I am sitting in my study with a shot in my arm from the nurse. Because he was just getting ready to make an overseas trip. And he said, my arm was hurting. I was tired. And the rattling of the door, Brother Ron, the rattling, rattling. I just couldn't hardly catch it. And it was a little girl. And she come up to the other door and rattling, rattling. And what is it? And she gave Brother Branham a card. This is from my father and I. And. Brother Branham opens the card, and in that card is his opening scripture, his opening scripture and his title, for it is the rising of the sun. Brother Branham steps to the pulpit, and we all understand that Brother Bisco and Sister Ruth and Sister Marilyn and Sister Joanne and Sister Linda was in that service. Brother Branham refers to them. He said, Brother Branham, in the meeting, nice to see you, Sister Linda. Brother Ken, as the world today, now this is Sunday morning, Easter, Sunday morning, he said in the United States on this side of the earth and churches and throughout are celebrating a memorial of the greatest triumph that man ever had. I think as when the Savior, when he died or an infant, when he was born, we couldn't, he's talking about Christmas. So Christmas is not the greatest event of the year. He's focusing in on Easter. He's focusing in on the resurrection. Not that happened then, but bringing that resurrection to now within the hearts of the believer. Don't miss this resurrection. He said, I think when the Savior died or when an infant, when he was born, it could not have been here, less being coming into the earth. But when he died, certainly he atoned for our sins. But yet there's been many fine little babies born. And there's been many men who have suffered and died for a real cause. But there never was one that could raise himself up again until this day. He said that is the greatest week in history. The greatest celebration of all times. This Easter is where he proved what he said. Now tonight I want to bring it to tonight. Where is Buddha? Where is Muhammad? Where is their great basketball kings? Where is their hockey stars as they pass away, as they get older, as they go into the grave? Where are they tonight? There's only one, and that's for believers and Christians. Our Lord Jesus rose from the grave. Not just he rose, but with a promise that that same spirit that rose him out of that grave on Easter morning, the Holy Ghost, is now available for you. If you're sick tonight, just draw benefits by his stripes. You are healed. Say, when did that happen, Brother John? This very week. 
Thursday night, Friday morning in Pilate's Hall, those stripes, 40 save one, 39 times that were put on his back was for our healing. And as the Roman soldier took out those, those stripes and striped on his back, made him like an animal. They were having fun. They were spitting in his face, putting a crown of thorns, long thorns from that Judean countryside there. Platted a crown of thorns, oh, king of the Jews. And they hit him on the head with rods, driving him, driving those thorns deeper into his skull, into his, he was like an animal. There was blood dripping down. Flesh was falling off. Little did they know. He received no virtue, that man that was touching Jesus. Touching Jesus. You say, touching Jesus. If I can just get through the crowd. That Roman soldier went home that night. Washed his hands from all the blood and received no virtue. But throughout all the ages and even here tonight in this service. Because of those stripes. There is healing from cancer. There is healing from COVID. There is healing from leukemia. There is healing from breast cancer. There is healing from all kinds of troubles and diseases and afflictions. Because of those stripes. Can somebody say praise the Lord. This is our king. This is our Messiah. While everyone else is crucifying him. And the multitude are saying, I don't have time for the Messiah. I'm getting complacent, Brother Job. Just sliding back. I've become another person in the last year, a person might say. Tonight, I want to bring you back to Palm Sunday. I want to bring your focus back to this very week. Every single day in this coming week was for the believer. He had his eyes on that cross. He had his eyes on Saturday. He had his eyes on Sunday morning. Praise be to God. We are beneficiaries of his quickening power. We tried to bring that out last Sunday. And I'm sorry for our inability. Our gift is so small. I just feel like the least one amongst the brothers that would even be able to express or describe But we are beneficiaries, as Brother Ryan Hayes would know, uh, that writes the insurance policies, life insurance and health insurance, to know that every son and daughter of God, you are a beneficiary. That means you are an heir. You are an heiress. God has put your name on the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. You have access tonight to those attributes. You are a beneficiary of our generous king, of of our one that was so wonderful. More than funds of this world, more than a million dollars, more than property of this world that's going to burn up one day, more than houses and lands and other benefits from a trust or from an insurance policy. The bride is the sole beneficiary. I'm talking about the rapture. I'm not talking about denominations or he, when the Bible says uh, to whosoever will or he, you know the whole there are people in the world that will be saved. They will be granted eternal life. I'm not speaking of them. I'm speaking about the bride. You are the sole beneficiary of the rapture. Only the bride will be in the rapture. 
and to think tonight. And we see you in Cloverdale and all of your testimonies. Oh, my brother Clausen, sister Clausen. To know that we have been quickened. We have been quickened in our past. We have been quickened now. Even in this service. The Holy Spirit is like the book of Acts. It goes out on the the Holy Spirit speaking not in word only. But the Holy Spirit. And it travels on words. And when thus saith the Lord. Through the mouth of God's vessels today. The fivefold ministry is speaking the word of God. Now it's gone from a prophet. Now to faithful ministers. Now it's in the congregation. I wonder how many will say you have been quickened in the past. Anybody here? You've been quickened. You've been quickened. You've been made alive. Tonight we are quickened. Even as our brother Derek began to sing. And our brother Ryan began to sing. Sister Debbie that has given her life to Christ. Begin to sing that special. We can just feel that something moving in our hearts. We've been quickened away from our discouragement. I have, I have heard from so many of you. Even you that are streaming tonight from Canada that we have not seen maybe for months. But throughout this time of sickness and faintness and even mental fog, I have heard a thread of, of encouragement that God is bringing them through. God is my healer. Thanks be to God who gives us our strength. We've been quickened from death. God has preserved alive a generation. And he's refreshed you. He's restored you. We are quickened this Palm Sunday. Our focus is is not on some natural title or what the world is trying to impress on our minds. Easter for the bride is not a Catholic holiday. Don't let anyone water down the, oh, it's the goddess of Astarte. Oh, that's what it is. It's a pagan holiday. It doesn't matter what the world would commercialize. This message cannot be commercialized. And every son and daughter of God is not arrogant and proud and trying to focus on themselves. We, we have gone down the road too much now. We've gone too far now. For some spirit to come in and drag our soul away. God is quickening us by a force. We that once were dead has been made alive. Let's go to another scripture in Mark chapter 11. Are we doing okay for time? Well, it's passing by. Mark chapter 11. Maybe you'd like to write some of these things down or look at them this week. In Mark chapter 11, remember lion, ox, man, and eagle. John was our opening scripture, that flying eagle anointing. Matthew, we read about that lion anointing. Now ox, uh, Mark was that ox anointing. You can just see how even in his writings, it's the same event, but yet you can just see how these brothers... How what they were seeing in Christ was so special, was so unique. None of them said it word for word for word the same. And don't, don't say they were off the word. It was, it was their lives was living out Christ. Mark chapter 11. 
We can see now some of the very same words being spoken through Bethany and the Mount of Olives. Jesus sending two disciples. Verse 2. Saying, go your way into a village over against you. And as soon as you be entered into it, you shall find a colt tied. Whereon neither man sat or loose him. That means no one's ever sat on him. And if any man say unto you, why do ye this? Or this isn't yours. Why are you doing this? You're stealing my, you're stealing my property. Jesus was already seeing it by vision. Say ye, why do you do this? If men say unto you, why do you do this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him. And straightway he will send him hither. And they went their way. And found the colt tied by the door without a place. Where two ways met and they loosed him. They didn't find a camel. They didn't find an Arabian horse. They they didn't find a big black bear. No, because they were fulfilling the vision. And the bride is fulfilling the vision. We will find it exactly the way it's been prophesied. God quicken us on Palm Sunday. Verse 5, there were certain of them that stood there that said unto them, What do ye loosen the coat? And they said unto them, Even as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and cast their garments on him. And he sat upon him. And many spread their garments in the way. And others cut off, cut down branches off the tree. My, they were more than spectators. They got energized. They, let's cut down. I don't know how they cut down branches. But they, they begin to spread garments in the way. And cutting down branches off the tree. And strawed them in the way. And they went before them. My, they were exercised. They, they followed crying, Oh, Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna! Hosanna! What a meeting! What what a time! What rejoicing! Jesus entering into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked round about even all things and the evening tide was come he went into Bethlehem. He saw he went into Bethany with the twelve. Let's go to Mark chapter 15 verse 7. We're traveling through the greatest week of all the year. The greatest time of the whole year from Palm Sunday to Easter. Celebrating the Easter morning. Mark chapter 15 verse 7. And there was one named Barabbas. Which lay bound with them that had made insurrection with him. Who had committed murder in the insurrection. And the multitude crying aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them saying, will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy. Or that's jealousy. But the chief priests moved the people. Here it is now. Another anointing. Another spirit. Beginning to move the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. Pilate answered and said again unto them. What will ye then that I shall do unto him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again. Crucify him. And Pilate, I'm sure he was shocked. I mean, his wife is coming to him saying, don't even touch this man. I saw him in a dream. I've been troubled. 
Pilate said unto him, Why? What evil hath he done? And they cried out the more, exceedingly, or even greater, Crucify him! Crucify him! This is Friday morning. Watch how their attitude had changed. Their spirit had changed. God help us this Palm Sunday to be still looking into the face of Jesus saying, I love you. I don't understand what's happening. I don't know what's going on. But I believe there's something behind the scenes. Lord, quicken me to your will. Quicken me to what you would have for us. Quicken us in 2021 for what lies ahead. Look in verse 15. And so Pilate, willing to content the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. Our last scripture for tonight is in Luke chapter 19. Maybe some of you are writing down some of these things. The greatest week of all the year. Luke chapter 19. Nice to see so many of you with your Bibles. So wonderful. Luke 19 verse 28. Excuse me for reading so much. And when he had thus spoken. Jesus. He had spoken a few verses before that. He ascended up into Jerusalem. And it came to pass when he was come nigh to Bethany. And Bethany at the mount called Mount of Olives. He sent two of them of his disciples saying. Go ye into the village over against you. And the which at your entering you shall find a colt tied. Wherein yet never man sat. Loose him and bring him hither. And if any man ask you. Why do you loose him? Thus shall you say unto him. Behold the Lord hath need of him. And they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were loosing the colt, the owners thereof said unto him, Why loose ye the colt? And they said, The Lord hath need of him. And they brought him to Jesus and they cast their garments upon the colt and they set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. And when he, this is our last time tonight, we're going to read out of the Bible, Matthew, Mark. Luke, and we read in John at the beginning, here it is in Luke, this physician, this one that was more intellectual, this one that was seeing more details. You, you, you see it in Paul that was more intellectual and his writings. You see it in Peter that was more impetuous and uh, he would move out under inspiration and more faith and whereas James would just kind of hold back and have some hope and just begin up. These were all believers. These were men of God. This is on this side of the Holy Ghost. But on that side of the Holy Ghost, they were so full of the quickening power. They were willing to give their lives. They were willing to lay down it all. Once they got the revelation, they were willing to give up everything. I'm thinking of Philip in the, in the New Testament and how they were in a great revival and a great move of God. God was using Philip. The altars were full. Brother Branham talked about this. Demons were being cast out. And you can read about it in the message. He talks about how God calls him to go to one man. No, I've called you. I've called you, Philip, to go to one man. And he baptizes that Ethiopian, a black man, off the chariot. And do you understand what you're reading? Do you understand what you're reading for this day? No, I, I, I need someone to help me. I, I, my soul is crying. I'm hungry for someone to make this alive. And as he began to speak to him, not a crowd, not a lot of people, but just one man. 
By the end of it, we just see them walking down into the water. Brother Philip baptizing this wonderful colored brother. And as they come up out of the water, all of a sudden, Philip is hundreds of miles away. He's translated. Not back to the revival, not back to his previous ministry, but God was calling him. God was moving him. God was quickening him to another field. We see that here in our closing scripture in Luke 19. Oh my. Verse 37, Jesus coming in. He was at the descent of the Mount of Olives. The whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. Saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace. The stones would immediately cry out. Oh, there was a spirit to stop them. Stop their singing. Stop their singing. Stop their worshiping. Does it sound like 2021? Does it sound like 2020? Stop their singing. Stop their this. Stop their meetings. We don't want this happening around. Rebuke the belief. Rebuke them. Jesus said, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. I want to say tonight, we don't need a stone from Mount Baker off this mountain somewhere to take our place. We don't need a mountain, a volcano to spew forth the glory of God. We need believers that would cry out and say, Lord, this is our time to worship. This is our time to praise God. My healing is in his presence. My deliverance is in his presence. Don't try to stop the believer now. They are on a fast course. This resurrection and what happens this week was happening so fast. So many prophecies of David. So many prophecies of Isaiah. So many prophecies were happening one after the other. Friends, don't get on cruise control in the slow lane. It's time to say, Lord, it's Palm Sunday. I want to be on alert. Lord, quicken us. Luke chapter 23 is going to be our last place that we read. Verse 18. This is now the weeks gone by. And Luke is recording this. Luke 23 verse 18. They cried out. Oh my. We're stepping into. Verse 13 talks about Pilate. And when he had called the chief priest. And this is verse 13. And the rulers and the people. So I wanted you to see. That it wasn't just five people. Or ten people saying crucify him. It wasn't just a little zealot group. That somehow their mind changed from Sunday to Friday. I wanted you to see. That it was rampant around the temple. It was throughout the synagogue. Throughout whether it was the politics of Pilate. Caesar, Herod. Whether it was Jews or Gentiles. They wanted to stop the word. Whether it was the religious group, the scribes, the Sadducees, the lawyers, whether it was the people, it was a Passover celebration when they should have been all eyes on the Lamb, all eyes on the Messiah, all eyes on this examining the Lamb. He has done nothing. 
not seem worthy of death. But we see in verse 20 now, Pilate is caught. Luke 23, verse 20, Pilate, therefore willing to release Jesus, spake again unto them. But they cried, saying, Crucify him! Crucify him! And he said unto them the third time, Why? What evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go. That was, Pilate was saying, My, my wife has talked to me. I don't under, you guys are crazy. You are just saying he's your king. He's the king of the Jews. How many know that he put up an symbol above Jesus' head, king of the Jews? How many know that? Even Pilate knew it was jealousy. Even Pilate knew he had done nothing wrong. It's amazing how even people of the world can have more discernment of someone that is, even if they don't agree with you, they're not believers, they don't believe the message, but they can say that's a genuine person. And someone that claims to be a believer can be so on the wrong side. Their character and their judgment was so warped. It was so, it was so skewed. The very person that they should have been trying to touch the hem of his garment and say, my wife is at home with a need. My teenager has an issue and I need help, Jesus. Where was the woman that was wanting to wash his feet? Where were the ones? They were there, friends. They were waiting. The, the true disciples didn't understand. Peter's cursing, swearing, saying, I don't know the man. But you just give him a few days. You give him a few chapters. Brother Jerry, you give those same men that ran in the garden. They, they couldn't even pray on Thursday night and Friday. They were so tired. Fall asleep. And can't you tarry with another? Fall asleep. You just give those same disciples. Just give them a few days. I'm closing tonight. You give them a few chapters. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. The quickening power will take a coward and make them a lion. The true quickening spirit of God upon a person that's just laying down, no life, dead like Lazarus. But when the word starts quickening them on another level, revelation begins to come. They rise up out of their bed of affliction tonight. You can just raise your hand or raise your heart and say, oh, Jesus, I want to touch the hem of your garment. Quicken me. Quicken me on Palm Sunday. I'm sure believers you can look around and see you. See around in the world. They're crying crucify him. Stop this. We've had enough of this. And in your heart is say no. I want more of this Jesus. I want more of this Christ. I need that quickening. Whatever he has. I want a fulfillment of it in my life. Luke chapter 23 now. Verse 21. Crucify him. Crucify him. And Pilate, what has he done? I find no cause. Verse 23. You'd say, oh, oh, we get it now. We get it. No, no. They were instant. With loud voices. Requiring that he might be crucified. There's not a person in this room. That is part of this group. There's not a person in Cloverdale, I don't believe, or a streaming that is part of this group. I don't want any person to think that Brother John is saying, oh, the elders or the leaders or the people. Absolutely not. That's not even in my mind. 
So don't twist Brother John's words tonight. I'm speaking to believers. I'm speaking to ones that are going to make it in the rapture. We are not of those that fall back. We are not of those like Judas that will go all the way up till the end and fall off. We are not of Satan's Eden. We are genuine believers that are not waiting 50 days for Pentecost. This is our Pentecost. So don't allow in this service you to think Brother John is applying this or applying that. Friends, we must be of one mind, one accord as we heard this morning. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is our leader. Do we all agree with that? They cried with loud voices. In a few minutes, I believe Brother Ryan, Brother Derek, all of us, we're going to be praising God and shouting but it's not with just a few days go by and we're going to be cursing and swearing and running away from this not one of us I believe there has to come a time when the squeeze comes down and the tightening as if I had it now for these last few weeks brother Branham's saying and look away to Jesus it's tightening and when the time comes and the press comes to a place where you're pressed out, watch what I'm fixing to tell you in a few minutes. Watch the third pull then. It'll be absolutely to the total loss, but it will be for the bride and the church. We are closer than it seems to be. I don't know when, but it's real, real close. Do we agree with that? In 2021, it's real, real close. Verse 23 is an astounding verse with loud voices requiring that he would be crucified and the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed and Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required and he released unto them him for sedition and murder was cast in. He's talking about Barabbas. The one that was for sedition and murder was cast into prison whom they had desired but delivered Jesus to their will. And they led him away. As they led him away, they laid upon one Simon, Cyrenian, coming out of the country. I'm just leaving town, Simon. What is this burden? What is, who is this man? It was a man from Africa. And he saw the word for his day. And a prophet picked that up in prayer line. And prayer line and discernment many, many times. When a colored person or a black person, he said, I hear the bumping of a cross going up Golgotha Calvary. What was it? It was Simon of Serene taking up the cross. And he bore it for Jesus. Tonight, I, I feel like crying out to the congregation, to the audience. Simon, where are you? Where are you? I'm just on YouTube. I'm caught up in school. I'm caught up in making my millions. I'm caught up in cutting my hair. I'm caught up in earring. I'm caught up in the world. I'm caught up in just life. Simon! Take up his cross. You say, that was Jesus' cross. It was. Tonight we're here and take up your cross. And follow Jesus. Be quickened. Be quickened from sickness. God bring us where that 
attribute of his life can flow through us this week. Quickened on passion. Sunday, Palm Sunday, to see now, Father. Brother Branham said in prayer, and Dawson Creek, Father, trying to associate ourselves with others that others might enjoy these great redemptive blessings that has been given to us through the suffering of our Lord. And he, and he begins to mention them. Salvation of souls. The Holy Spirit to work amongst the people. To see healings and miracles performed. And the hand of the living God moving among us. We are so grateful for this. Lord, I pray our brothers and sisters around Dawson Creek, and I include Mount Baker and Bellingham, Linden, Blaine up into Surrey, Cloverdale, and throughout the world. And the regions, he said, around, may there not be a sick or afflicted person among us when the services end. Third Exodus, he said when a church does, maybe it wouldn't speak that right out. No, they don't speak it right out, but their actions prove it. Here is the word. The Holy Spirit proves it amongst them that he can get them gathered together. He still heals the sick. How many believe that tonight? He's our healer. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe you made it through. Maybe God gave you strength. Maybe he gave many of you and your families strength. Don't get back into coasting. Begin to pray for this brother. Pray for that sister. Let the body begin to move together. He heals the sick. He raises the dead. He speaks in tongues. He casts out devils. It depends on what's inside of you. And right in my notes I said why not? What about today? We can read it in the Bible. We can read a quote of Brother Branham said in 3rd Exodus. We can read about it years ago. We can talk about it now by streaming even today. Some of you and others have already streamed three, four, five other services from other places. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying what at the end of the day have we got out of all that? What have we gleaned of all these years of serving the Lord? I pray this Easter. Brother Branham in in 1964 said, heal the sick. He's in prayer. Heal the sick and the afflicted. May there not be a feeble person among us this afternoon when the service is closed. And, And Brother John said in my notes, why not? What about today? May it be so long remembered amongst the people. May your servants, the pastors, the shepherds, may they just be so inspired till their churches will be revolutionized and the great services would take place and start an old-fashioned revival right there in this city. This is Topeka, Kansas. But I pray for Cloverdale, for uh, USI, over into South Africa, over into China, Brother Murphy translating, Brother Alex into the Spanish. Somebody in the French, Brother Emmanuel, Brother Muchy is translating this message. Brother Branham's preaching for the pastors and the shepherds. May they be inspired. May their churches be revolutionized. May the great services take place and start an old-fashioned revival right in the city among them. That will sweep in state and nations and even worldwide. Granite Lord, you hold the keys of this prayer in your hand. Help us. And I just put in the notes. Why not? What about today? There's a hungry heart of people saying Lord. Quicken us. As we bow our heads tonight. How many would say Lord I've been quickened in the past. I'm being quickened tonight as I hear your word. I want to be quickened in the future Lord. Quickened every day through the resurrection. 
quickened in the rapture, quickened in the millennium, quickened in my future home. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever on this Passover Sunday. Oh, think about it, friends. This very year of 2021, we are in the Passover season of the token. Strike the door, daddy. Strike the door, brother. Oh, sister, oh, young person. It's not just your daddy, your mommy, the preacher. It's you as an individual. You are old enough now to say, God, I want to strike the door. I want the blood to be on my door. I want you to pass over our relationship, over my sick body, over my wife that needs a revival. Lord, I have seen now from Palm Sunday through Easter. We have read a little bit about the drama, about the passion. Your prophet called it the passion. We have heard about the betrayal. We have heard about your death. We have heard about the burial. We've heard, Lord, about all of these things. But God, let there be a resurrection amongst the people of God. Let there be a sound mind. Let there be healing. Let there be a sweep come over us. That we would say, not by strength, not by might, but by thy power, O God, I'm a beneficiary. I tonight am drawing benefits. For my great Jehovah God. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As Brother Ryan plays something. And we stand to our feet. Oh Jesus. Now tonight we don't have to. Just let our streamers go. We can just remain together. But I wonder who would say. God I don't want to be guilty. Of what they were on the first Palm Sunday. I don't want my mind. I don't want our testimony. I don't want our believing. After all these years, I don't want you thinking of no one.
close your thoughts now. It is the rising of the sun. Brother Branham's closing the service. Sunday morning Easter. What does it do? He said, listen, so you'll know. This Easter, I want it to mean more to you than any Easter ever did. This is Brother Branham. I want you to see it, he said. We know what it done for him. Brother Aho. We know what it done for him. And we can rejoice. He said, but I want you to see it, not will. It has done the same for you. What does it do? It quickens the mortal body. This mortal body that we live in, it quickens it. In other words, brings it to life. Something, he said, screamed. And you look down here and it was the word and it quickened. You'll testify to that. Something screamed in your life, and it wasn't the preacher's voice. It wasn't the minister. It wasn't the decibels. It was the word screamed. Something screamed, and you looked, and it was the word, the spirit that raised him from the dead, dwelling in you, quickening your mortal bodies, the dust of the earth into subjection. This is what he was trying to get at, Brother Jonas. Easter, he said, I want it to mean more to you than any other Easter. What is it? Subjection to what? He said, Christ. Who is Christ? The Word. Now, this is Sunday morning, and Brother Branham is leaving Jeffersonville, and he speaks in the night service. Does God ever change his mind about his Word? If you're interested to know how Brother Branham left the Easter day, Does God ever change his mind about his word? April the 18th. He says, he has the whole congregation repeat after him. I'm not going to have you do that. But I wanted you to know Brother Branham believed in connecting back and forth. Not just hearing the word, hearing a sermon, singing a song, going out. He's trying to say, I want you to get this Easter. He's closing out the night service. We're closing out the night service tonight. And Brother Bradham said, repeat after me, Lord God. It's a prayer of consecration. I pledge myself anew to you. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all doubt in thy word. The congregation was repeating. Cleanse me from all doubt in thy word. Let me from this Easter be a new creature. In Christ Jesus Let me bear in my heart your word. May it be a lamp to my feet that that will light my path that from henceforth, from now on, I will follow you in Jesus' name. Amen. From a little girl knocking 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 on his door in the morning, Sister Sammy, it is the rising of the sun. Does God change his mind about his word? He closes with the congregation a prayer of consecration. It's so simple. It's so simple. Easter, the quickening, Palm Sunday. Branches and screaming and clothes coming off. and, And just a few days go by and they're screaming, crucify him. It's so amazing how you just get caught up in things. How quick. It can just turn like that. That's not going to happen to you. That's not going to happen to believers. There's believers, make believers and unbelievers. I'm 
speaking to believers, I wonder with every head bowed, who would say, God, quicken me this Palm Sunday. Quicken my life. Quicken my prayers. Quicken my attitude. Quicken my opinion. Quicken my, oh, Jesus, everything about my body, my spirit and soul. Quicken me, Lord. In your presence, you know all our hearts. We've gathered together in this way that we can. You've made a way for us. And the brothers have labored and worked. Now as we've heard your word on this Palm Sunday. Don't let it be for any of us. Where some spirit would come in by Wednesday. By Thursday. By Friday. And we're already in another way. God, may the same spirit that rose you from the dead. Now go with us tonight. Go with us right now. May voices go through the room. Colors go through the room. We're fulfilling prophecy this very week. The greatest week of all the year. Lord Jesus. Let it be personal. This passion. Don't let it be a worldly drama. But let it be something so close to our hearts. We give our lives to you. We'll follow you Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. How many is thankful for the Lord Jesus, what he's done for you? Greater than all my sin. Mm, Greater than all my sin is the blood that still clears.
out there. Brother Jonathan, can you put up uh, the service and sanctuary? We're just going to pull back the cameras here. On, on Palm Sunday, can we just wave to one another? Just greet the saints. Oh, we can wave our palm branches saying glory to God. God bless you, brother. God bless you, sister. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Easter week. Rejoicing in these wonderful redemptive times. Just be mindful of the announcements and website and Wednesday night. Have a wonderful Easter. The Lord willing, we're going to be in Tucson. Our, our brother Daniel Andes is working with the church there. And we felt to go and be a support to him. So God bless you and uh, prosper you. Let's sing. I want to sing down at the cross. Glory to his name, I think is the title, brothers. And we'll sing this and rejoice together right before we go down at the cross. We'll start with that. Oh, down at the cross.
prayers as we go. But you know, it's amazing. Technology, what Satan thought to destroy you, destroy uh, the worshipers in Cloverdale, streaming, zooming, make it all intermittent, make it spotty, you know, make us distant, make us get away, all these things. It, it just worked right in the hands of God. And God says, I'm going to come through and get the glory anyway. I'm going to have people on the Sunday waving branches, shouting Hosanna. On Friday, they're going to say, that's my Messiah. On Sunday morning, they're going to say, praise be to God. Have you all been down to the... T- it is, he is risen. And 50 days later, when the Holy Ghost came down on the day of Pentecost, those believers were full of the Holy Ghost. Quickened, made alive, filled with the same spirit. Oh, let it happen this week. Say, God, I, I, I'm, I, arouse my heart to these things. God bless all of you in the name of the Lord. Brother Derek, help us. We are heirs of the Father. God bless you in Cloverdale. We love you. Oh, we are heirs. God bless you.
tonight.